Hello, and welcome to the She Is Left Project. This podcast is dedicated to helping you heal from the challenging and painful relationship with your mother so you can finally experience the love you've always craved. I'm your host, Jennifer Arnese. I'm a mother wound coach, author, and healer who believes tenderness and vulnerability are your true superpowers. Sis, it's time to finally heal your inner little girl so you can start thriving and not just surviving. Progressive, irreverent, and real, this podcast will have you laughing and crying at the same time. Trust me, you don't want to miss an episode. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the She Is Love Project podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Arnese. What's going on, fam? Um, today is Thursday. Podcasts or episodes are supposed to drop on Tuesdays. I didn't record, and I almost didn't record this week because I didn't feel like it. Um, the last few weeks have been, I don't want to say emotionally draining, but there's just such a heaviness in the air that has kind of gotten me in a little bit of a fog. And it's funny because nothing is wrong. That's what I I had to realize today. I was like, what is going on? Because everything is going better than planned. Everything is on schedule. You're healthy. You're happy. Your kid is good. Like, but you can't quite seem to focus on any one thing long enough to get anything done. And what I've learned through my healing journey is like how to pay really close attention, you know? Okay. So this is what I've learned. Listen, listen to this now. I've learned to pay really close attention to how I feel. I don't brush off how I feel. I'm paying attention to how I feel. And then I'm not criticizing myself for how I feel. So that's kind of where I've been. And I was like, I emotionally don't feel like talking right now. I have so much stuff going on in my head that there's, I I just don't feel inspired by anything. Um, right now, which is crazy because Sunday is mother's day. And I'm like, this is the time to be talking. You know, this is like the, uh, what is it? Dia de los Muertos. (laughs) It's like the day of the dead for children with toxic mothers. Um, but I kind of slowed everything down and I made a list of some things that needed to get done. And I kind of went at my own pace and I got those things finished. And then today I felt like, oh, I have the capacity for a podcast and I feel like talking to my folks. So here I am. And, and I do, you know, this, listen, for me, doing this podcast really is a healing process. Like it for me is a part of my own personal development. It's a part of my own growth because I am not somebody who likes to be consistent. I shouldn't say I don't like being consistent. Um, I just have some, um, barriers to consistency and they are all rooted in my mother wound. You know, they're all, kind of stem from how I was raised. So when it comes to being consistent, I struggle with 
you know, do people even want to hear what I have to say? Does what I have to say make any sense? Is it going to be good enough? You know, the anxiety that builds up before it's like, oh my God, I'm still doing this. Is this shit ever going to be over? But it's even though I love doing it because that's like why I'm back. I was like, you girl, sit down and record something because we are a community and I do feel connected to you guys. Like y'all feel connected to me and it's not like, a, oh, I owe y'all an episode, but we are in this together, you know, and I never, this year is my first year feeling like I was a part of something. Like I was ever a part of a community because like I grew up so isolated. Let me tell y'all right now, I don't have no topic. Like <laughs> I do not have a topic. So this is me just really talking to y'all from the heart, letting you know where I am. It seems like we seem to be on the same page a lot of times. So, you know, the spirit come through, the spirit come through with a word. Y'all will get the word. I will get the word and then we be good. Um, but the point, and I guess if there was a topic for this episode, you know, it would just be about how we can take better care of ourselves, you know? And sometimes that's my dog barking. Um, sometimes I feel like, damn, I don't have anything like pow, pow, exciting to tell them because the healing journey sometimes is so fucking mundane. Healing from your mother wound, building a loving relationship with yourself can feel really boring. You know, it's like when people talk about when you get in like a healthy romantic relationship, it can feel like it's a boring relationship because it's like, well, damn, what are we doing? It's the same way with building a relationship with yourself. It's not always electrifying aha moments. You know, sometimes it is taking a walk. It's like, oh, I get these, I get messages and DMs and emails. How do I start? What do I do? How do I build a relationship with myself? Spend time with yourself, like with yourself, not on your phone, not watching TV, not talking to people, not scrolling, um, not working, like being with yourself. That shit is the key. I remember. So I, when I went to college, I had set out a year in between graduating and high school and I had lived in the DC area and I was wow. I was wilding. I was in the streets. I was in all type of activities. I had no business being in, but I was, it was fun. I can't even front now, not all of it, but most of it was, I just had a fucking ball because I was, my mother had me fucking locked up in a cage for 17 years. So when I got out, I got out. Right. And you know, DC is a big metropolitan city. So there's so much to get into. And I was busy, busy, busy. Right. And then I went away to college and I went to a small school in this small town in Virginia, small HBCU. Shout out to the Trojans, VSU. What's up, Virginia State? Um, and I remember like the first semester was when I thought I was going to fucking die, literally, because I had never spent time with myself and everything that had happened to me, the fucked up stuff that had happened. And even my childhood was like on me. 
And there was nowhere to go because it was a small little ass town. There was nobody there. There were no parties. There were no clubs. There was no trouble for me to get into. And I was just, I would just lay in my bed and the thoughts would rush in and it was maddening. And I was like, I, I can't literally, I did. I was like, how am I, how am I fucking going to fucking do this? How? It was torment, right? And for me, that's when I started journaling. I just used to write all the time, everything that came to my mind, to my thoughts, everything. I wrote it, everything I was thinking, even if it didn't make a bit of damn sense, I wrote it down. I mean, I would go through a journal in like two weeks. Like that's how much I was writing everywhere. I went, I carried my journal with me because so much stuff was coming up and it was the only way to like purge it out of my system. So when I talk to my clients about journaling, I'm talking about for real, for real journaling saved my life. Cause I probably would have tried to jump out of a window except I was only on the what second or third floor. So it wouldn't have done anything, but I had no relationship with Jennifer. And when I look back as a child, I had no relationship with myself because my mother's activities and her thoughts and what she wanted were so fucking intrusive into my own life that I never got to know what I liked, what I needed, what was good for me, what my own opinions were. And now, and when those things did come about, they were always seen as a sin. Cause y'all know I grew up in a strict Pentecostal church of God of Christ home. So if it did not fit within the Bible verses, that shit was a sin and you was going to hell. So there was always this external emotional and mental lashing of me trying to be with myself. And it was, it's almost like it was seen as like vanity, like to be self-centered is this vain thing that you should never engage in because it makes you a bad person. And what you should be focused on is how other people feel, what other people want from you and how other people perceive you, especially Jesus, really what Jesus thinks of you, which is other people, because that shit don't even make no sense. I'm not even going to get into that right now. But, um, I never had a relationship with myself ever. And as much as I wanted one, it was like stealing away. Like I always knew, you know, like I knew I wanted to travel the world. I knew I loved Spanish. I knew I loved red lipstick. You know, I knew I loved to tie my t-shirt up in the front. Like I was Daisy Duke. Like these are like core beliefs, desires, preferences of mine. I was, you know, I was a free child. I, I knew I loved to like play and ask questions, but all of those things were seen as sinful things. So I would hide who I was. That's where I learned that. So when we come into, and I'm talking about healing from your mother wound and I'm saying, build a relationship with yourself. And then y'all come back and say, I don't even know what the fuck that means. What does that even mean? And I get it. And I, I want to give y'all like this really profound thing to say, you know, to do, but there is nothing profound, you know? And sometimes I think, damn, this isn't good enough. You got to give them something better. But in a way it's a relief 
you know, because you can stop looking. Building a relationship with yourself is just being with yourself. That's it. And let whatever comes up, come, come up. But what a relationship has a core tenant of a relationship is commitment. You have to commit to yourself because the shit ain't always going to be easy. That's why, that's why, you know, commitment, they like, Oh, do you commit to this? You're not committing because the shit going to be easy. You're committing because when it gets hard, you're not going to pull away. You're not going to run the other direction. That's why the commitment is important. It is the wisdom of knowing that shit is going to get tough, even with building the relationship with yourself. But if you're in it and you know, you're going to stay in it, you can start to build out the tools for when it's tough. This is what we do. And that's why I talk about the self-care practice that is building a relationship with y'all yourself. I get, I try not to get frustrated, but sometimes I do because it's like some people want me to tell them just some fantasy, you know, and make it all go away. I wish I could do that. Hell, I wish I could do that for myself, but it's, it can't work. That doesn't work. And really that is our childhood mind. That is our um, when you were raised in trauma, your ego doesn't develop properly. And oftentimes we go into this belief in fantasy, you know, and it's like, oh, we want this magical thing to happen. And if the magical thing doesn't happen, we feel disappointed and we feel victimized. And I'm here to tell you, you have to break out of that because even though you didn't get what you needed as a child, you're going to have to, the only way you can reparent your inner child is to grow up. And that growing up is not in your doing and like all of your accomplishments that growing up is in learning how to respond in a way to yourself that shows compassion and patience and grace. That's maturity. Maturity is compassion, patience, and grace. Now, how do you get to do that? You you ask, you practice. This is a game of inches, right? And I think it's interesting when we think about, you know, uh, Mother's Day coming in a few days. A lot of people, a lot of y'all are going through it because there's this pull of expectation on you. That's really be the fucked up part by Mother's Day. It's like this expectation of how you need to show up. Um, are you going to get her a card? You got to go look for a card. You want to get a card and say the truth, but there is no Mother's Day card that tells the truth about your relationship. And you don't want to lie. And then there's a, there, you know, they might be getting together for lunch or dinner or brunch and you don't want to go, but you're expected to go. You may even want to go. You may, you want to be there. You want to um, create this romanticized experience between you and your mother on mother's day. So you can have something to hold on to because that's a part of your dream. But you also know that you are putting yourself in a position to be abandoned and rejected and walk away feeling even worse. Right. And 
The only way you can work through that is because you haven't, you have been building a healthy relationship with yourself. You have been, you know, I, I call it reparenting, but sometimes that gets lost in translation because some of us haven't been parented. So you like, so what do, what do I do? You know? So it's like building a healthy relationship is how would you treat somebody that you liked? And we're usually really good friends and oftentimes really good romantic partners because we treat people how we want to be treated because we was never treated that way. And if we think we treat them that way, they'll treat us that way. Right? That's what we think. But we don't tell them we want to be treated that way. We act like we don't want anything at all. But deep down, we are hoping and longing that they will fucking see us and they will get the hint. Like, if I'm really good to this person, if I'm kind and compassionate and generous and thoughtful, I'm always there for them, then that will teach them how to treat me. And then it doesn't. And then we are mad. That is the child in us. That is the wounded child in us. That is how we perform from a powerless position. And that's what we learn in our childhood. Because there were some breadcrumbs thrown our way when we did what was expected of us, right? But it's like, what can we do? You have to keep trying. When you live in a home with an emotionally absent mother, a toxic mother, and you can't live on your own, you can't take care of yourself, every day it's being loved, trying to get your mother to love you is an act of survival, you know, it's not just something nice to have. It's an act of survival because you know, you are in this motherfucking house with her every day. And this broad is mean as hell, or you don't know how she's going to act. Sometimes she's nice. Sometimes she's not. You're just trying to regulate the emotions in the home so you can feel at peace, so you can relax, so you can feel happy. And, and because that doesn't happen, we begin to believe that this happiness is a luxury or something that can't, that we can't obtain unless we're in a perfect situation because we fantasize about the perfect family. Oh, if this family, if I was in this other family, then I would have this type of relationship in my life would be so different. Could be, or could not be true. But this survival, love, working for love as an act of survival, we then take that into our, our relationships with other people and it still doesn't work. So I'm trying to really convince you, convey to you the importance of you turning that towards yourself. Everything that you think you don't know about being good to yourself, you, you do know because you already been good to somebody else. The issue is how you reject your own goodness towards yourself. How you have said that you don't deserve it. How you abandon your own self. See, that's what it is. It's not that you don't know what to do. It's that you don't believe that you're worthy of it. You don't know how to receive it. And that is the part that takes practice. You gonna have to fake it till you make it. You're gonna have to continue to build the muscle. And if you go back and listen to the episodes where I talk about building the spiritual practice, being able to be in your body, right? That's how you're gonna work through those triggers. It's like, so let's say you, 
you do you do something good at work, right? And you you know, you say you you have a commitment to congratulate yourself every day. Fuck it. Let's not even say you did something good at work. Let's just just say you get to the end of the day. And a part of your spiritual practices at the end of the day, you find three things to congratulate yourself for, right? You can only think of one thing. So then you beat yourself up because you did you can't think of the two other things, right? Or you pick yourself apart when you say those things. You then have to come back as the parent and be like, oh, wow, I'm abandoning and rejecting myself right now. This is a moment where I don't feel good enough. How can I soothe that? The spiritual practice leads you to the trigger, which then lets you know how you really feel about yourself. And then when you get to that, that's what you soothe. It's a scary little thing in the beginning because you're like, oh, fuck, I don't want to feel that way. I don't want to open the door to feeling unworthy. I don't want to open the door to feeling like I ain't shit because what if I can't get out of it? What if it becomes like a, a snowball effect, right? But that's the commitment that you have. You, 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 you have already created the plan around when these feelings of unworthiness come up, when these feelings of self-loathing come up, when these feelings of doubt, anxiety, hypercriticism come up, it's just to come back and soothe. It's okay. I'm sorry you feel that way. I know this is hard for you right now. I'm here for you. Let's just take a deep breath. Let's take five deep breaths. Let's take a walk outside. You know, let's, let's stretch. Let's put on some soothing music. Where's my aromatherapy? I'm going to do three deep in inhales of some, you know, peppermint oil. What are the ways that I'm able to soothe myself in this moment? It's not about finding an answer all the time to something. And that's hard for us because when you work for love and it is a part of your survival, you're always looking for answers. You're always trying to figure this shit out, figure it out, figure it out, figure it out. But you don't have to do that with yourself anymore. But the only way you can know that is if you practice. Practice every day building a loving relationship with yourself, being with yourself. Even if you feel like shit, it's like, I feel like crap today. I'm going to sit on this couch with myself. I'm going to count my breaths. I'm going to breathe in eight counts through my nose and I'm going to breathe out 16 counts through my nose. And I'm just going to sit here with myself. I'm not going to try and fix it. But I'm going to let me know that I'm here with me. Like, you know what it feels like when somebody's just there. They're not trying to fix it. They're just going to sit here with you. They're not going to judge you, reject you, abandon you. It's just going to be there. You know? And if you don't know that, you do have that with me. I'm somebody who's there with you. You don't have to explain anything. You don't have to prove anything. You don't have to convince me of anything. That's what I always tell y'all. I believe you. Everything that you say happened, happened. 
every way that you feel is valid. So take that and be like, oh, that's what that feels like. That being seen, that being recognized, reflected back by me. Begin to give that to yourself. Right. That's how you're going to make it through Mother's Day. That's how you're going to make it through difficult conversations. If you have them with your mother, if y'all are arguing, if you're trying to, you know, understand why she doesn't understand you know the reasons that you're upset with her um is how you're going to get through the moments when you fall back into the old programming and you are working to earn her love and you're telling her you know all these awesome things that are going on in your life and she's like "Mm, whatever and she got some smart shit to say or you telling her you love her you're trying to be kind to her and she rejects that kindness right This is how you get through those moments. And when you begin to realize, oh, I have me because we're doing that because we believe she's the only one that we could possibly have. She's the only one that could ever love me. But when we start to be there for ourselves, naturally those situations start to shift. Because it's like, oh, I don't have to do that. I'm going to sit here with myself. You know, I'm feeling anxious. You know, she called me three times. I didn't answer the phone. What am I going to do? I'm feeling guilty. Let me call her. Let me do something for her. She wants to to borrow some money. She want to come stay at my house. Who knows what it is? And you don't want to do it, but you feel guilty, right? If you've been building a relationship with yourself, you're going to be able to sit with yourself and, and soothe yourself when you set the boundary to be like, no, I'm not going to answer the phone. No, I'm not going over there. I'm not engaging in another toxic conversation with her. And even when it hurts and it hurts, it does hurt more in the beginning when we choose ourselves, but when we're there for ourselves, it can get easier. And that is just the process that there, you cannot skip over that process. Some of y'all want to skip over that motherfucking process. You cannot, there is no liposuction for healing your mother wound. Okay. You gonna have to do the exercise. Now there are tons of different exercises, but there's something that you're going to have to do where your lifestyle changes in order for you to be able to main your maintain your own emotional well-being and your own emotional sanity. And it is so worth it if you can just get started on the road to it, right? And, and if you're having problems, I would say you'd have to have a dream and a vision of what your healed life looks like. What does it look like to be healed? What, how does your life change? What are the things that, you know, your mother wound are keeping you is keeping you from doing right. So if you get on the healing path, what will you be able to do? What can you accomplish? You know, attach it to a goal in your life. So you're like, you know what? Every time I want to go back, every time I want to, um, fold or abandon myself, I remember, you know what? 
me healing this wound is going to make me more confident. Making me more confident is going to allow me to do that thing I've been wanting to do, right? These dreams that I have, your dreams and your mother wound are directly attached to each other. So if you don't have a dream, then you have no inspiration, right? To do the healing work because the only thing you want is to be loved by her. And there has to be more than that to life. And there is more than that to life, right? So that's really, you know, what I want you guys to, to understand is, is, is just us, just a one foot in front of the other process. Okay. It's nothing magical because I already know you think you're not doing enough. You think this shit can't possibly work because I, I don't do shit right. So you're already criticizing yourself in the process. And I'm telling you, as long as you are showing up with patience, compassion, and grace for yourself, you're doing it right. You might not see it in the beginning. You, you know, just like when people work out, they may not see that they've lost weight or they have, you know, toned muscles in the beginning. It's going to take time. Other people see it first. When people lose weight, other people see it first. They say, Ooh, you look different. Hmm. What is that? But you can't see it. Just keep doing the work because I know when it started changing in my life, literally, I'm not talking about physically working out. I'm talking about the healing work taking effect in my life. I remember one of my homeboys, he said, I had gotten braids, right? He was like, you look different. And I was like, I know I changed my hair. He was like, no, it's not it. He said it has nothing to do with your hair or what you have on. You look different. There's something different about you. And I remember being like, I knew what he was talking about. I knew it because I had been doing the work. I was like, damn, my motherfucking light is starting to shine. You know what I'm saying? You know, I was like, yes, I see it too. I could feel it, you know, and it's still happening. You know, it's still like people seeing me and they're like, oh, something, something about you is, is different. Something about how you're showing up is different. Um, and it's the healing because it comes out in everything else that you're doing, how you interact with people change, how you deal with situations in life that used to get you all fucked up and knock you off your square. Don't do that anymore. You like, Oh, I used to let stuff like that bother me. I don't even let it bother me anymore. Used to be hard to take um, constructive criticism or somebody having a suggestion about something you should do different. Oh, that shit used to burn me up because I would feel so insecure. Like, oh my God, they hate me. I must, I'm not shit because of what they're saying. Now I can hear, oh, you're not talking about me as a person. You're just talking about this thing. And I'm like, you actually are right. That is a different way for me to look at it. Or I, I should try this or try that. You know, not thinking that somebody always out to get me. It's like, ma'am, people have other shit to do. Nobody is really thinking about you like that. And it is such an emotional relief because I don't have to spend my time mentally preoccupied worrying about what other people think about me and what I may need to do to change their perceptions of me. 
I can just go on about my daily life and be so much more productive. You exhausted because your mind is turning a million different ways and all the wrong directions, trying to figure out some shit that don't even matter. That's not even true. And that's why you can't come up with an answer to it because it's not even real. So that's, I don't, this really was a, this was a whole tangent today. Cause I started with why I didn't want to do a podcast. And then I just, I I did want to talk to y'all. I did want to offer some encouragement. I wanted, you know, you to have something, you know, cause I know it's hard for, for a lot of us on, um, on Sunday. And I don't want you to think that you're in it, you know, by yourself or anything like that, because you're not, because we're all in this together. And I just want you to take care of yourself. I just want you to know you are doing a great job, be consistent, stay committed. And it's, it's just a relationship with you and you, you know, that's, that really is what it is. And, um, go back. If you, if you're new, you haven't listened to the other episodes. If you go back, you'll hear more where I really go into what you need to be doing and, um, how you build that relationship. But I think today I spelled it out pretty well. Also, you know, I don't know. And listen, I, this damn dog, I usually lock her in, in my son's room, but today I didn't do that because I'm totally off schedule. But of course you want to be down here while I'm recording, making all these, um, making all these sounds. But yeah, that's, that's really what I wanted to talk to y'all about. I do have a, um, a mother's day healing course bundle that is for sale, um, up until Sunday at midnight. I might leave it open for y'all just for the first seven days of this podcast. Um, last year I did monthly mother wound healing classes. I did a whole series and every month I picked a different topic and, um, I taught a live class. Women would come in on zoom and we would heal collectively and I would teach a lesson and then we would do the work of the lesson together. And then people would ask questions and they would get coaching, you know, on the spot. And it was freaking amazing. And, um, I didn't do it this year. I kind of, I already told y'all, I don't, it's hard for me just to keep doing shit over and over again, but I did it for the first 10 months of last year. So I bundled all 10 of those videos and it's probably like 13 or 14 hours of me teaching this mother wound healing work in depth. Um, and so I have it together. And so I'll put a link in the show notes. It's like $75 for all 10 classes. And I was charging 30 and $40 per class then. So it's, listen, a word to the wise is sufficient. And after I sell it this time, I'm retiring it. I'm not selling it anymore because the work is growing and evolving. And so am I. And it's just time for me to be teaching from this new space that I'm in. So this is the last time that I'll be having that. And I'm not going to be teaching monthly classes anymore. That's not going to happen. Um, but there's a link in the show notes that you can get that. I'll leave it up for seven days. So it'll be from what Thursday to next Thursday. All right, y'all, I am going to wrap it up. I have to pick my son up in a little while. I'm surprised that he hasn't already called me. 
and pick him up from the gym, make some dinner and do a little work on my computer um, and get myself ready for bed. I'm so glad that I came and did this because if I wouldn't have recorded this podcast, I would have been upset because I didn't just show up. And that's what I want y'all to do. Show up for yourself, even when it's not perfect. You know what I mean? Just, just show up and trust the process. Cause I didn't know what I was going to talk about, but I have been doing really well every week. That's a big deal for me to do something every week. And I'm, I'm still can't believe that I'm doing it. And so I'm glad that I pull myself together because that's my commitment. You get it. That's my commitment to myself and a commitment takes discipline. So I had to exert some discipline today, even though I'm two days late, but I'm still very happy that I did it. And, um, I'm glad y'all are still here and, um, I love y'all, you know that, and I'll be back next week. Listen, what do y'all want me to talk about? Always say, send me an email or send me a DM on Instagram. I am Jennifer Arnice or info at jenniferarnice.com. Some different topics y'all want to talk about and, Hell, I'll talk about it. Why wouldn't I? I know y'all think that's not the case, but it is. I'm like, I'm here for y'all. So I want to make sure that the content that I'm creating is valuable all the time. So, all right, loves, I'm signing off. Um, Take good care of yourselves um, over this weekend. Be good to yourselves. All right. Don't let nobody put baby in a corner. And I'm going to holler at y'all. Bye. Thank you for joining me on the She Is Loved Project Podcast. Every week, I'm committed to reminding you that you are loved, you are seen, and you are heard. If you found value in this episode, please subscribe, rate, and review it on iTunes and your favorite platforms. And if you're feeling really supportive, click the link in the show notes and consider supporting me via Patreon. This community support goes a long way. Thanks so much and see you next week.